This is the Gospel According to the Rock, tracing the rocky journey of God's foundation through the Bible. David versus Goliath and the five stones. When are we? Probably between 1100 B.C. and 1000 B.C., after Moses, Joshua, and the Judges, before the kings, prophets, and Nebuchadnezzar, and a thousand years before Jesus. Where are we? In Israel, one of the things we'll talk about is what happens in the Valley of Elah, about 20 miles due west of Bethlehem. Why are we here now? We're going to look at passages from the book of 1 Samuel. They have to do with the number 5. I'm going to try to make a point about a question. A lot of people ask, why did David take five rocks when he fought Goliath? Today's unpaid plug, thanks to the Poppenhagen Library for the loan of thought-provoking books. By way of background, the Ark has been captured by the Philistines, but God has sent plagues of mice and tumors. Some of the Philistines are taking a lesson from Pharaoh and are proposing that the Ark be returned, sort of like letting God's people go. They made golden images of mice and tumors as a kind of offering. First passage. Listen for the number five. 1 Samuel 6, starting with verse 3. If you send the ark of Israel's God away, do not send it without an offering. Send back a guilt offering to him and you will be healed. Then the reason his hand hasn't been removed from you will be revealed. What guilt offering should we send back to him? And they answered, five gold tumors and five gold mice, corresponding to the number of Philistine rulers, since there was one plague for both you and your rulers. Make images of your tumors and of your mice that are destroying the land. Give glory to Israel's God, and perhaps he will stop oppressing you, your gods, and your land. Why harden your hearts as the Egyptians and Pharaoh hardened theirs? When he afflicted them, didn't they send Israel away, and Israel left? That was 1 Samuel 6, verses 3 through 6. That's the end of the first passage. As time goes on, God starts an interesting tactic, which will eventually become Goliath's call for a man-to-man duel. Jonathan will take his armor-bearer and tell him, If they say come up, then we'll go up, because the Lord has handed them over to us. That will be our sign. 1 Samuel 14.10 Jonathan and his armor-bearer will become famous for the big victory that comes. The idea will be so successful the Philistines will want to eliminate anyone who follows it years later. Of course, the Philistines will assume that the champion of the Israelites will at least have an armor-bearer. During Goliath's challenges, the biggest enemy Israel will face will not be the giant. I think the biggest enemy will be King Saul's control-freak attitude. This over-control will surface in front of the whole army of Israel when he orders Jonathan be killed for not hearing and obeying the order to abstain from any food during the battle. The army will refuse to obey Saul's order and save Jonathan's life, but the army will no longer trust taking a risk to serve Saul. Neither will Jonathan. See 1 Samuel 14, verses 43 to 45. And now we'll skip ahead about 15 years or so. Second passage of Scripture. Listen for the number 5 in 1 Samuel 17, starting with verse 38. Then Saul had his own military clothes put on David. He put a bronze helmet on David's head and had him put on armor. 
David strapped his sword on over the military clothes and tried to walk, but he was not used to them. I can't walk in these, David said to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off. Instead, he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the stream bed and put them in the pouch in his shepherd's bag. Then, with his sling in his hand, he approached the Philistine. 1 Samuel 17, verses 38 to 40. Let's briefly compare David and Joshua. Both Joshua and David pulled stones out from where water flowed. Both expanded the boundaries of Israel. Joshua's twelve stones out of the Jordan represented the twelve tribes of Israel. David took five stones from a stream bed into the battle against Goliath. I think those five stones represented the five provinces of the Philistine nation. Let's compare Goliath and Pharaoh. Pharaoh survived the ten plagues administered by Moses and Aaron and their wooden staffs. Goliath may have survived the episode of the tumor epidemic that accompanied the Philistine capture of the Ark of the Covenant. If not, I'm pretty sure his parents did. Both Pharaoh and Goliath were insulted by the Most High. Egyptians were insulted by the idea of sacrificing sheep. Pharaoh was also insulted by the idea that he should be accountable for promises made to Moses or his God. Goliath was insulted with what equipment David took to the duel. David brought no armor-bearer, but brought a staff as well as sling and stones. Both Pharaoh and Goliath looked intimidating before they died in full armor. Pharaoh sank like a stone. Goliath died with a rock stuck through his forehead. I include with the I conclude with this rhyme. How much did the rock in Goliath's head look like a tumor? Is that a good question or is that just bad humor? Produced by Static Force LLC. Sometimes things don't change.